Welcome back to our study of the Lord's Prayer. We are talking today about the third petition where Jesus teaches us to pray, Your will be done. Now, we've looked at the first petition where we're taught to pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And last time we looked at the second petition, Your kingdom come. Now we shift our focus to the request, Your will be done. And the first thing we want to ask about this portion of the Lord's Prayer is, why do we need to pray for God's will to be done? Because in a sense, God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven, isn't it? Because the Bible tells us, for example, in Job 42.2, Job says about God, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Or Psalm 115 verse 3 says, Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Or again, in Psalm 135, verse 6, Whatever the Lord pleases, He does in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all the deeps. Even Nebuchadnezzar understands this. In Daniel chapter 4, verses 34 and 35, it says, At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me. And I blessed the Most High, and praised and honored Him who lives forever, for his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and he does according to his will among the hosts of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say to him, What have you done? So there is a sense in which God does his will on earth and in heaven, right? There is a sense in which God can do whatever he pleases, that nobody can thwart him, nobody can stop him from executing his will, his purpose. But there is another sense, of course, in which God's will is not done on earth as it is in heaven. And by that we mean people are not doing what God has told them to do, right? People are not obeying God's word. People are not keeping God's commands. They're not doing his will. Jesus, for example, in Matthew 7, 21, said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Meaning there are people who are not doing the will of his Father who is in heaven. So when Jesus teaches us to pray, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we are not praying in order to somehow help God be able to carry out His will. He doesn't need our help in order for Him to carry out His will. Right? He is able to do all that He pleases. But what we are praying for is for people to do God's will. So the problem is not God being able to do His will. The problem is that People don't want to do God's will. God is able to do what he wants, but there are lots of people doing what they want instead of what God wants. And so what we are praying for in the Lord's Prayer is for more people to do God's will, for more people to do what God says we should do. 
and we know that we find what we should do written in his word, right? That's where he's revealed to us his will. So that's what Jesus is teaching us to pray for. Now, there's another question we might ask about why we need to pray your will be done on earth as it, as it is in heaven. Because we might say, if we've already prayed for God's name to be honored, and we've already prayed for God's kingdom to come, then don't those things necessarily imply that God's will will be done? If people are honoring God and God's kingdom has come, so people are being saved and they're bowing their knee to God as king and to Jesus as Lord, then won't they be doing his will? Isn't this third request then a little redundant? Well, it's not redundant, but it is a legitimate question to ask because when people honor God's name, right, when they hold him as holy, then they are going to do his will or at least be seeking to do his will, right? Um, and when God's kingdom comes and people are saved and people bow before the Lord, they do um, desire to do God's will, and they seek to do God's will, and they do God's will to a degree they certainly didn't before they recognized Jesus as King. And yet, those two things do not mean that people will automatically always do God's will. In fact, we know none of us, though if you're a Christian, you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, you're in the kingdom of God. If even that does not mean, right, that, that you always do God's will. Like Christians don't always do God's will. We want to do God's will, but we know we fail to often. We do what we want to do instead of what God wants us to do many times. And so it's not automatic that if we are in God's kingdom that we will automatically be doing God's will. And we may seek to honor God's name, and we may be doing that, you know, in one moment, but then a little bit later in the day, we might do something that dishonors God. So at praying that we honor God's name and that God's kingdom come does not uh, mean we don't need to pray for God's will to be done. Because again, even those in God's kingdom don't always do God's will. And, and another reason why it's important to uh, pray this prayer as well is because we want God's will to be done even by those who are not in the kingdom. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Obviously, we would prefer that people both do God's will and be in God's kingdom. But isn't it also true that we want and pray for unbelievers to do things that are God's will even if they remain unbelievers? For example, we know that it's God's will that people not commit murder, that people not steal, that people not commit adultery. We want there to be less murder, less adultery, fewer abortions, less lying and stealing, all of those things. And we want those things to lessen, right? We want those things to happen less frequently. We want people to do what God wants them to do and not do what God doesn't want them to do, even if they're not Christians, even if they don't become members of the kingdom. So we'd rather somebody not steal and not commit adultery, even if they don't become a Christian. 
right? We want them to do both, right? We want them to become believers, but it's still right to pray, God, let there be less, you know, immorality. Let there be less murder. Let there be, um, you know, let there be more of your will being done and less of people doing sinful, wicked things even if not everybody who's doing less sinful, wicked things is doing less sinful, wicked things because they've become Christians. Again, we want them to do both. Right? We want them to do both. But don't we often pray that people will refrain from evil and do what is good, even though we know they're not believers? We pray also that they would be saved, right? But the world would be a better place if more people did what God said, even if they weren't doing what God said because they were Christians. So my point in saying all that is that these requests are not redundant, right? It's not um, as though once we've prayed for God's name to be honored and God's kingdom to come, that we don't need to pray for God's will to be done. It is still important to pray for God's will to be done because that does cover some areas that the first two petitions don't. Right? So we're to pray for God's name to be honored, for God's kingdom to come, and for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, why is it good for us to pray this prayer? Two things in closing. One, it is good for us to pray this prayer because it reminds us that we ought to be seeking to do God's will. Every time we pray mindfully, right, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It makes us think, am I, am I doing God's will? Am I doing what God wants me to do? Am I seeking to obey the word? Do I, am, am I spending time in God's word so that I'm reminded of what God wants me to do? Am I doing God's will? Praying this prayer reminds us that we are one of the people who needs to be doing I'm one of the people, you're one of the people who needs to be doing God's will. So it's a reminder of what we are supposed to be doing. And then second, it reminds us that the chief problem in the world is not that people are not doing my will or your will. The chief problem in the world is that people are not doing God's will. It's very easy for us to get upset with people because they're not doing what we think they ought to do. But that's not really that important. What is important and what Jesus teaches us to pray for is that people would do what God wants them to do, what God says in his word is right and avoid what God says in his word is wrong. So these first three requests, God, we want your name to be honored. We want your kingdom to come. We want your will to be done. These first three requests remind us that what is most important is God. What is most important is that God be honored. Not that I be honored, but that God be honored. What's most important is that God's kingdom comes. Not that my kingdom come, but that God's kingdom comes. Right? And what is most important is that God's will be done. Not that my will be done, but that God's will be done. Um, lots of others have pointed that out. I think Paul Tripp said something about that um, that may have been what made me think about that years ago for the first time. Uh, he's a very helpful writer and author, devotional books and whatnot. Um, but think about those things as you think about the Lord's Prayer, as you pray the Lord's Prayer, as perhaps you are memorizing the Lord's Prayer. That these th first three requests remind us of what is most important.
God. God being honored, God's kingdom coming, and God's will being done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.